0: It's Friday, December 18th. Welcome to the Peak Weekly. We're breaking down the most complex Canadian and global business stories and giving you the bullet points you need to stay informed. I'm your host, Brett Shane. Jingle bells, jingle bells. That's right. It is one week till Christmas. The countdown begins. And while I know the holidays are going to look pretty different this year, just remember, whether you're celebrating alone with roommates or your family, you're part of the Peak community. We're with you in spirit. And from our team to your family, we wish you the happiest of holidays. Here's what you can expect to learn in this week's episode. One, why did two of the biggest cannabis companies in Canada decide to merge? Two, who hacked the US government? And three, why is the federal government tripling the carbon tax and what does that mean for you? Now, before we jump into the stories, I did wanna remind you that we are in the midst of the 12 weeks of Peakness campaign where we are asking you to share The wisdom and knowledge that you get from the peak weekly and so this week i'm asking you to do one thing for me tell three friends about the peak weekly that's it just three you can think of it as a gift to them because you're sharing with them the knowledge that you gain from the peak weekly you can think of it as a gift to me your host and it's a merry christmas for all all right enough peak talk let's get right into why you're here the top canadian and global business stories of the week remember the old days when your weed dealer would be a guy you met in the alley around your building Well, cannabis is legal now in Canada, and after a rocky start, it's slowly but surely becoming a real industry, and these businesses are becoming real businesses. Last week, two of the biggest cannabis companies announced that they're merging to become the largest weed dealer in the world. Here's what you need to know about the deal between Tilray and Afria. Afria shareholders will end up owning 62% of the company. The new corp will operate under the Tilray name, and the merged Tilray will have Performa revenue of $874 million, and they'll control 17% of the Canadian retail market. That would be the single largest market share. So why are they doing this? Well, there's a few reasons for that. For one, Canadian companies have had a rocky year after years of reckless spending and overexpansion, expansion anticipation of a huge global cannabis market that never really materialized. Tilray itself had to take out an emergency loan that heavily discounted the company's valuation, and they had to do that to survive free and Tilray claim that the merger will allow the new company to find $100 million in savings and put them on a more sustainable path. But maybe even more importantly, the two companies feel their combined strength will position them better as they keep an eye on what's going on down south. With over 15 U.S. states now having legalized recreational cannabis, it's expected that the incoming Biden administration will decriminalize the substance at the federal level. This would add legitimacy to the American cannabis industry and potentially lay the foundation for more robust banking and financial market access. However, it's not going to be easy. U.S. cannabis companies already have a significant market share and they're not going to let some Canadian giant enter their territory without a fight. And for a quick reality check, many watchers of the space are skeptical of the merger. Matt Lammers of MJ Biz call parts of the plan a fantasy. Your guess on how this goes is as good as mine. But to stay informed on not only this merger, but the biggest stories in Canadian cannabis, be sure to subscribe to the Peaks Daily Newsletter. You can subscribe at readthepeak.com. Double check your passwords and cover that webcam, because if the U.S. government can get hacked, you definitely can too. Earlier this week, the U.S. Department of Homeland Security issued an emergency warning that the SolarWinds Orion platform, software which is used by nearly all Fortune 500 companies and government agencies around the world, had been compromised in a cyber attack. That sounds really scary, and here's what happened. The cybersecurity firm FireEye discovered that their data had been compromised in the hack. This led to an investigation, and they found that attackers loaded malware onto a SolarWinds software update, which then compromised their systems. If you don't know what SolarWinds is, it's a security software company that provides network monitoring tools to governments and large companies. In terms of who was impacted, we don't really know yet. Some media have reported that the US Treasury was breached in the attack, but SolarWinds is so ubiquitous that many other organizations are expected to have been compromised. Now you're probably wondering who did this. Well, we don't really know yet, but we do have some good leads and surprise surprise the Russians are at the top of the list. Both FireEye and SolarWinds claimed the attack was the work of a nation state, and the Washington Post reported that indeed the Russian intelligence was responsible for the hack. Now, none of this sounds good, and it's actually all quite scary. So you might be wondering, your your next question might be, what are we doing about it? Well, investigators will try to determine the scale of the damage, but with most large companies and big government agencies, including the U.S. Pentagon, running the Orion software, the impact of this could be much bigger than we even know today. I'm dreaming of a green Christmas... Christmas came early for environmentalists as the federal government announced plans to triple the tax Canadians pay on carbon. Why are they doing this? Well, in 2015, Canada signed the Paris Agreement, and like many other industrialized countries, we have failed to meet our targets. The carbon tax hike is intended to cut Canada's emissions by 31% below 2005 levels by 2030 and get us even closer to our targets. The increased tax will go up by $10 a year until 2022 and then up by $15 a year until 2030. So how does this change affect you? The tax will add $0.27 to every litre of gas, which won't just affect drivers, it'll also add to the operational costs of anything that requires transportation, Uber Eats, Amazon Prime, really everything. But with the earnings from the tax, the feds are planning to invest heavily on initiatives to further reduce Canada's carbon footprint, including a $1.5 billion fund to increase the production and use of low carbon fuels like hydrogen, renewable gas, and diesel, a $6.1 billion fund to retrofit residential, community, and commercial buildings, a $964 million fund to modernize the electrical grid. But one variable to all this is that This tax is currently in front of the Supreme Court. The provinces of Ontario, Saskatchewan, and Alberta are fighting the constitutionality of the carbon tax, and while it's unlikely the court will scrap the tax outright, it is definitely something to keep an eye on. Overall, we're happy to see the feds taking a leadership role on climate and encourage them to go even further. If you're a repeat peak listener, you will know that we love to take a second at the end of every episode to give a quick shout out to an exciting, innovative Canadian startup. This week, we're talking about our friends at Modern Money. If you're a fan of the peak, you'll be a fan of Modern Money. Modern Money was recently launched as a platform to provide young professionals with accurate and reliable information in the areas of personal finance, investing, entrepreneurship, real estate, and professional development. The articles, guides, and tips that Modern Money shares are written by experienced young professionals and entrepreneurs in their respective fields, so you know that you're receiving valuable information from someone that has the knowledge and experience that will help you get started. You can check out Modern Money on their website at modernmoney.ca or at Instagram at Modern Inc. The guys at Modern Money are planning a big giveaway, so be sure to subscribe to their newsletter and give them a follow so you don't miss out. And that's all for The Peak Weekly. Make sure you subscribe and leave a review. And for more Peak, you can get our free morning newsletter by subscribing at readthepeak.com. It's informative, witty, and everything you need to start your day. Happy holidays. Merry Christmas.